Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Um, it's morning. We're still waking up. I've got a nice cup of delightful coffee. And I'm joined this morning by a, a guitarist and a singer-songwriter. Um, she released an album in 2011 that you can find on YouTube. It's called In Love We Trust. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, She makes wonderful music um, that is very stylistically eclectic, and I'm looking forward to talking to her about her passions, artistry, and why she does what she does. Thank you very much, Holly, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You're most welcome. It's a beautiful day to be here. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit chilly, but you walked here, yes? I did. We live just a little bit to the north on Wheel Street. I got mm. my Cafe Miel from the daily bird very nice <laughs> oh hell yeah that's good stuff how has your morning been so far uh it's been a great morning i um the last two mornings i have done my yoga oh good <laughs> and for me uh a mother of three um i also have a father who's in memory care mm. um over at harbor chase close by it's always been like vital for me to get like my head connected to my body mm. my heart my breath and my day just goes way better mm. so um that's good it's been a good start yeah. and then i saw a friend uh debussy at the coffee shop and then i walked here listened to music dancing down the street because i don't care oh hell yeah and now i get to meet you in person it's dope yeah it is dope yeah <laughs> yeah well that's that sounds like a sharp start to yeah. the morning yeah. um yeah no i i also uh love uh grooving to my to my tunes uh as i walk up and down the river west streets in the summer I usually wear like my high school gym shorts, which still fit me, <laughs> and my slides. So yes. I, I just walk right out and just you know, walk around for a bit, and don't care who sees me because everyone, you know, I don't know. It's 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 fun to be quirky out here, you know. I just am all about being myself. Can we get a cheers to that? Uh. Sure. So Holly, what we talk about on Mister Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity, and um, so. Speaking of, of Dave Wake, uh, I believe um, the conversation first started to have you on the show is when he was a guest here, I think like a year, year and a half ago. I don't even mm -hmm. know anymore, mm -hmm. but he was on the show and uh, he mentioned that you were playing music as well. And I'm like, oh, well, if she ever wants to talk, uh, let me know. Um, you know, the, the, the show is... Um, You know, I want anyone to feel welcome here to talk about what they do. And I, I was already friends with you on Facebook. So I'm like, oh yeah, she's she's doing neat stuff. She seems super super nice and and friendly. And love meeting new people. Uh, this is a good method to do that. So uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how this all started. You have no idea what you're in for. Oh. <laughs> Uh, thanks oh, for having me challenge, <laughs> challenge accepted um yeah so where we typically start um uh with uh just kind of talking about what you're doing and why you do it uh first question i usually ask is just where you're from where'd you grow up yeah so i'm born and raised in milwaukee uh grew up on the well east side as a child to 
north side, 48th and north, till mm-hmm. I was about seven-ish. Sure. And then we moved to Brown Deer. Ah, yes. And nice. it was one of the scariest things that ever happened to me. Uh, I loved where we lived uh, off of Lisbon, really, 48th and Lisbon. I loved it. Mm-hmm. We had a crew. We hung out in the alley. Uh, nice. This would have been like 82. You know, mm-hmm. things felt different, I guess, in a way, because we could just play and be outside and feel okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some things changed for our family, and uh, my parents started a business. My mother was an occupational therapist and started teaching other therapists. Uh, she was a very gifted therapist, um, also a polio survivor. Both oh, my sure. parents were polio survivors, uh, especially in lieu of the pandemic now. I, I think about that a lot. And so... Mm. Um, Anyway, we moved to Brown Deer. They had a business called BAME Workshops, and it really kicked off. So we, I guess, kind of upgraded to a bigger space, bigger yard, whatever. But thankfully, I will always be thankful for the fact that I was already plugged into Milwaukee Public Schools. So I was 220 bust out of Brown Deer to Gold in My Ear. Then I went to Samuel Morris and High School of the Arts. Woo, woo. Woo. Yeah, and so... I'm always, you know, no disrespect to Brown Deer. I have lots of friends who grew up in Brown Deer or, or are there now. But uh, uh, Milwaukee was my place. As soon as I got my license, I was out of there. I hear you. <laughs> it can be intimidating, like, when, you know, you're used to, you get attached to surroundings, especially in those early years. And then you go somewhere else across town. And, yeah, that can be uh, that can be nerve-wracking. Yeah, and and Brown Deer is a much more diverse place now. When I was growing up, it was, you know, mostly uh, white people, and I'm white. I have nothing against white people, but I love the diversity that I was always around, and I need that. um, I know what you mean. You know, I mean, it's need. I expect it. (laughs) I love it. I That's where I belong. So, Yeah. yeah, I'm born and raised in Milwaukee, and I've, you know lived I lived in Fort Lauderdale for about four months I, I also went to school for occupational therapy oh, right on. Um, although I tried to avoid it because my mother was uh, quite a, like a guru in her field so I kept trying to dodge it but I did massage and then OT sure um, right on yeah awesome well I, I, I totally I wholeheartedly agree about diversity being a necessity um, I also I grew up in the Chicago suburbs and um, yeah I was fortunate enough to go around like grow with a lot of uh culture around me and and that's something that you know has been really important to carry as i moved to milwaukee for school so um yeah no i i I definitely resonate with that um yeah i've only been to florida once and it was for a spring break trip oh boy Mm. Do you remember it? <laughs> Actually, I do. Uh, no, it was, it was fun. I mean, we did the starter kit stuff like Disney and Universal Studios, mm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, word on the street is it gets very, very sticky uh, in uh, the middle months of the year. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, cool. So that said, I'd love to hear more about music in your life. How did it kind of like... Um, become a fascination of yours? How did it become a creative outlet for yourself? That sort of thing. Yeah, thanks for that. So again, with these schools, I was really lucky because 
I do feel like it's making its way back around in a lot of schools. But when I was in MPS, um, so I was born in 75 and, and so starting in the mid eighties, right. I was in school, mm-hmm. fully loaded arts, music, choir, dance. Mm-hmm. Like I was, all the schools I went to were just fully loaded with all the good stuff. And I was in choir since I was probably eight. And then I started playing flute, oh, yeah. uh, classical flute, um, it's cool, you know, um, but no one really exposed me to anything but classical. So that's been a fun little road since then. But music has just always been something I'm good at. It come, it's like a language. It's like my other language, my preferred language, actually. Um, and so through school and then when I graduated from high school, I started playing guitar and I just started teaching myself. But all through school, I was always in the back, like in the choir, I was a, a choir person. I was sure. never like, I'll take the solo. I yeah. never felt that confidence. Um, mm-hmm. Flute, I was in the forefront. I was usually the soloist. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was cool. You know, I really wanted to be in theater, but I was too chicken. So I could do flute because I could breathe through something else. But mm-hmm. it's fun. Our, our middle daughter is a, a really great actress now, so I'm kind of living through her. All right. Yeah. But in my 20s, started going, you know, I was listening to live music, and there was this. This is a good story. Sweet. We love good stories. Yeah. Nice guy. Okay. Picture the Nomad. Picture a band. Some of you may remember Clam Nation. Okay. Uh, many of the players of Clam Nation uh, are in uh, several, well, have been in and out of De La Buena, Mike Powers. I don't know who else, but man, cool ass band Clam Nation. Yeah. Uh, Jamie oh. Brevik. Um, oh, Jamie's a beast. Dude, so this band, like awesome. several percussionists. Man, these girls used to dance on the fucking bar at the Nomad. Just a oh, big horn section, just hot congas. Like, oh, it was wow. such a hot band. And uh, my dear friend Yames, Tony Finlayson. You know Yames? Uh, I've heard of him. He's, he's, he could be legendary status. Whoa. This dude. Red. This is the kind of dude that will see something in someone before they see it. Oh, yeah. And That's um, a gift. Yeah, and so <clears throat> the quick story is I was going out listening to live music, watching Clam Nation, and you know, there's this barrier sometimes. There's the band, there's a space, be it little or big, depending on if there's a stage, and then there's the audience. Mm-hmm. Well, Yames hands me the shaker, and I was so scared. It's so funny. I was so scared to become one of them. Yeah. And I took it, and I'm shaking it, and just something sort of changes for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that I went home that night, and I literally prayed to God. And I'm not a religious person, but I do believe in asking for help to something greater than myself, because sure. it's just too much to handle by myself. Mm-hmm. And I asked for help. I said, I need to play music I need to break through my fear. Mm -hmm. And the next day, a friend of mine, an acupuncturist at this clinic that I worked at, said, hey, do you want to play flute in this, uh, it's like chanting, Indian chanting music. It's called um, Kirtan. My friend Ragini, um, who was trained by Swami Rama, leads the biggest 
Kirtan in the Midwest, longest oh, wow. running and biggest. Yeah, she's a badass. Um, she said, do you want to play flute? And I said, yes. <laughs> but I had to improvise, man. I oh. never, ever in my life improvised. Oh, yeah. And then I joined, Yame talked me into joining a band called One Drum, which was like the dopest music, world music group in the city. Sure. Um, awesome. Probably way earlier than most people remember. It's like maybe 20 some years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then from there, so many bands. But I had terrors for mm. a couple months at night. Yeah. So there was a fear in me that was so intense. I really had to work through a lot of it. Um, and that's why I am most interested in helping other people break through their fear. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because you see that in them, what you dealt with back in the day. Massive. Mm. Yeah. So that's part of, that's how I got here. That's like 20 years ago, though. Well, that's fucking rad. So would you like to say anything or do you uh, want me to just keep going? Oh, no, yeah. I just, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's fucking dope. I mean, like, I can imagine that's incredibly um, intimidating to, to, you know, just kind of be handed a role um that you're you're entirely new to but to break through it and just you know that's that's why they 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 say you know music is the closest thing we have to magic Mm. right Mm. so like you know you you kind of felt yourself become one with it uh as, as time went on it seems so and there's there's a lot to be said about that, and it's so dope that that kind of sparked this you know this visceral uh, feeling of um, connection with um, with not only within yourself but you know with those you're playing with and and the crowds and everything like that. Like that's 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 awesome. Thanks. Yeah, it was painful actually. I can remember where I was living at the time. I can remember literal night terrors, mm-hmm. like. Uh, like nightmares of playing music. Mm. I just was not, I hadn't stepped into that body yeah. yet. So, yeah. Oh, sure. Well, good for you, though. Good <laughs> well, for you. It's been, thank you. It's been a long process. And I'd have to say now I'm 47. I'm proud of my age. Woo! And I just give fine yeah. by the year. I feel better. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I feel better than ever, actually, and more free. Um, just really free to be me and so much room to grow. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, um, how did, how did you and, uh, Dave Wake, uh, meet and slash join forces? Yeah. So I did massage for a long time and I would sort of get burned out on the spiritual approach, the touching of one other person, the giving of that. And so I would always balance it with like working in the grit. Which would sure. usually be like working at a coffee shop. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so my dear friend, Rebecca Goldberger, who runs Cloud Red in Shorewood, was like, hey. I love that place. The dopest. Yeah. It, it is so fucking good. Yes. Shout out to Cloud Red. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, good friend of David and I. And she basically hooked me up with Rochambeau. He was the manager at Rochambeau. Oh, dope. And so David started training me there. Uh, Marcus Doucette worked there at the time. So many just really fun people. Peter Adams. What a mm. crew. And uh, and we were friends. Really good friends. Recycle Future was just crushing it back then. And I would stand 
like below da- on David's side, uh, stage right below his Leslie, and just jam out like yeah. massive shout out to Recycle Future Man and mm. that whole crew. Um, and I was in love with him as a friend, like straight yeah. up, just clean cut. That's my brother, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So fast forward, he moved to New York. Uh, well, he started De La Buena with a couple good friends, CeeLo and Andy Noble, I believe. And so that was happening. We were in one drum together. And then he moved to New York. Mm-hmm. He was he just was outgrowing things. Yeah. You know, and um, with his partner at the time. And but then his father uh, just developed stage four brain cancer, Ooh. like yeah. quick sad painful and david really really showed up as his family did and he moved back and i had a mother who was chronically ill from um post polio syndrome and Mm. uh multiple sclerosis and all kinds of other wretched autoimmune things and so uh we started to vibe on (laughs) some grieving and our my mother and his father died within two months of each other in 2004 and um, somewhere in the mix of that, we went from friends to lovers. And it was very, very surprising and wonderful. And we eased our way because he was living in New York. And, you know, I wanted him to continue his journey if he wanted to. But let's see. 18 years later, three children later, and two cats. Right on. Uh, And lots of musical fun, lots of adventure. Here we are. Um, And we do some music together. We're doing more music together. Um, But boy, what a load to carry together. And I just uh, have so much respect for David Wake musically and as a partner, husband, father, dude. He's awesome. Yeah, big love to that man. <laughs> um, well, thank you for sharing all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that that's, that's, that definitely does sound like um, some some full circle stuff. That said, I I'm so you you brought your guitar here, and uh, I, I we we might have some um, a little treat um, from Holly here in in a, in a little bit. Um, but before we get to that, I should ask how you came to to, to pick up guitar. I don't remember. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I just, I don't even remember. I just know I taught myself. I feel like the first song I ever taught myself was Dar Williams' um, Christians and the Pagans. Hmm. Do you know that song? I don't think so. Um, it is got to be one of the hardest songs you could ever want to teach yourself. And the chorus is, the Christians and the Pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground the mm. best that they were able. Oh, and it's good. a wonderful holiday song because it really talks about how crazy it is to try to bring different faiths together. But it sure. is so wordy and fast and crazy. And that was the first song I taught myself, if that tells anything about me. But I don't know. Um, she's been a good friend, that guitar over there. and um, She's glowing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, you released an album 11 years ago, um, In Love We Trust, and I'd love to hear more about kind of just like what went into that and what place you felt like you were in and what place it was, the music was coming from at the time and uh, just everything that went into it. Um, I know that's a lot of, there's a lot of multifaceted parts to that question, but... 
you know what I mean. Well, thanks. I I love to talk about it, and I don't talk about it too much because it's like a lifetime ago in a way. I started the album when I was full with child. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Our first child, sure. Iladia. Um, and actually, I just have to say, because we were talking earlier about English Beat, I found out I was pregnant the night that English Beat played at the Miramar. Wow. And David had just gone on tour, and that's when I found out, oh. after dancing my tush off um, to English Beat. But Mike Hoffman, rest in the stars yes. in the universe. Mike Hoffman rest passed away just very suddenly he was one of the most beloved musicians and sound engineers ever and i was really lucky i can't remember who referred me to him but mike and i worked together for four years on this album literally between my first and second pregnancy sure and any parent out there knows it's really hard to get away so um i don't know how many tracks eight or nine tracks but every track features different friends of mine and i think i noticed that if i counted it out there's probably 25 people involved Mm -hmm. uh tia richardson a very well-known muralist in the city did the art and the layout for it i mean i don't need to go over this y'all can check it out yourself Mm -hmm. um it is under holly wake because that's a dope name i stole david's name by marriage i didn't take it because i like my name but um it's holly wake but hmm I had so much fun being in control of the with lots of people's guidance and help. But Matt Turner playing the bass. I mean, there's just so many friends. It's an accomplishment. Yeah. And I have a lot of songs to record. I got at least two more albums, but um, we'll get there someday. But sure. um, it's fun to remember because I, I love what I did. It yeah. was a huge accomplishment. Well, yeah. Um Hey, you should be proud. It Thanks. is, yeah. It's it's a it's a beautiful record of very like a lot of stylistic diversity. Yeah, like every song is <laughs> is its own flavor, and that's you, so. You can't rad. put your finger on me too much, like ever. And that's a good thing. <laughs> okay. that's a really good thing. Like you know, um, I can tell you're influenced by a lot of really um, uh, special and and unique musical and creative ideas, and. Um, yeah, like you've got the like the chant song, mm-hmm. but you've got some piano mm-hmm. s- songs. Jeff, Jeff Bray, my brother-in-law. Mm, right on. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then yeah, you've got some really some really uh, chill, soulful songs on there too. And uh, yeah, it's a very pleasant record to listen to, especially this morning as I was waking up. <laughs> Thanks. You know, uh, we we had a heck of a CD release party on my birthday. Nice. Full with child, uh, our second daughter almost sold out Shank Hall. Um, it was, and um, I had uh, Ali Lubad from Painted Caves at the time. Desert Sound Ensemble did the opening act, and so many friends. And it's just nice to see it remi- be reminded because it was a long time ago. Yeah, but it's right here, mm. right here. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, well, that stuff like that is. Uh, um, it's always there, you know, it's still timeless, mm. you know, when it's out in the world like that. And, um, yeah, yeah. that said, you said you have quite a few, uh, tunes in the, in the, in the, uh, in your repertoire, in your inventory. Um, since then, um, being as that was 11 years ago, yeah, just since then, like kind of what direction have you been going in? Like, where are you at? Yeah. 
Where am I at? Um, <laughs> I like to joke that my life expands and contracts with the size of my uterus because <laughs> three kids, um, uh, also a fourth that was not meant to be on the planet. Um, um, sure. you know, just the experience of being a nursing mother, a full-time mother, and also a part-time and full-time work, work your be creative worker be at express yourself Milwaukee really excellent organization mm. that serendipitously closed its doors in December, um, three months before the shutdown, which I think, um, nobody could know that that was what was going to happen. But I think that was cool timing for that organization. I worked there for 15 years and I bring that up because express yourself's mission was really to use the therapeutic power of the arts to help kids, maybe who didn't, weren't getting any of it at their school, music, art, dance, theater. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. Um, so some schools didn't sure. have any of it. So we would go in as a multidisciplinary team. Uh, kids that are in the Milwaukee Detention Center or Lincoln Hills, uh, foster care, St. Emilians, all these places we would go around with these amazing artists. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would write music with the kids, help the kids sing, perform, mm-hmm. dance. And so I love making music with and for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love people who are really putting themselves out there to to hopefully grow their name, hopefully their riches to rich and famous. I dig that path. I've never felt that ambition. Sure. But um, the songs that I write, are, have really either been for Express Yourself, for kids to be able to sing and perform and co-write, yeah. and or um, I'm in a group called the Earth Poets and Musicians. Awesome. That have been together for 30, I think we just had our 30th uh, gathering. These are some badass eco Hell people. Yeah. You Rad. would love them. Harvey Taylor, Suzanne Rosenblatt, Louisa Loveridge Gallus, Antler. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I write, I'm writing a song right now about hanging out with my dad as he's like slowly changing dementia, they call it, Mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, but I don't really know. But I started writing a song last night. So the songs are just coming, man. Wow. What I do with them, I'm not sure. I would like to have my own little group someday. Yeah. I think I will. Mm. I know that I will. Good. Hey, that that's the spirit. That yeah. No, I I hope that you manifest that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a beautiful thing. Um, as you're saying, writing music with and for people, um, especially kids. Like I, when I think of um, you know, some of the the best ways like to connect with, like to feel like you are a part of something in a in a period of your development as a kid like where um i don't know it, it can be hard to feel like you're a part of things but when you're but like music class was that's like it was so fun you know and like when people when um there was like a musical element to activities and stuff like it, it was always it it gave a level of interactivity that can breed a, a strong sense of creativity and imagination so that's some important stuff Uh, i'm glad you're doing it thanks i it's my purpose 
I uh, want to also shout out the Peacemakers Camp at the mm. Quaker House. I'm part of that every summer. George and friends, like, <sighs> wow, that was big. That probably sounded intense. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm. He- I don't know. I think of Yames pulling me in. He saw something in me. There's been a lot of other people that have in. Um, seen something in me that I wasn't quite ready to see and imagine if they wouldn't have you know fostered me in maybe I would have figured it out but here I am yeah and I know why I'm here and uh I don't know who knows why you're here let me say it differently I know that creating singing making music moving my body dancing and breathing really helps me make sense of things of course yeah and so when I am called to do the same for somebody else, even if it's like a risky moment where they don't know that that's what they're supposed to be doing, I, I will say that I I have a way of winding myself into someone's space respectfully, but having fun and shaking it up. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful yeah. to people who have been a, a example of that because I know why we're here. We do know why we're here. And it's to like reawaken people's creativity and joy. Of course. Um, so man, I'm I'm grateful. It is time for me to start putting myself out there more. So this timing is a blessing. Fuck yeah, <laughs> we love to see it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um. Well, that's. I think that's a great segue into inviting your guitar um okay. onto onto the couch here, because uh, Holly has some songs. Um. So this is a new thing that I'm like really excited to to welcome here is uh i mean we've had like little musical samples in the past before but but having a uh an unplugged performance is new this is a song that i wrote for a show i did on the 16th it is fresh i just need to put it maybe i can pull that up oh yeah the ottoman hot off the press right on um and that's why i wanted to play it because it's just the most real and Relevant to my spirit. Delightful. So it's time to walk down 
city sounds racing in me. Trees tall, twisting and leaning. Beauty revealing. Leaves falling, spring rising. Fresh air to my senses, so surprising. Space to be seen and unseen. Peace washes over me and quietly all is one as I leave to my mother's arms, my mother's arms when I leave with my heart. We are one, yes, we become, we become, oh, we are one, we are So beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Howard. You're welcome. Yeah, um, I'll get this back to you. Um, how do you feel? Uh, <laughs> grateful. Whoops. Oh. There goes my harmonica. Um, man, I'm grateful to get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is such, there's such intention um, with the way. Uh, with your lyrics and you know your vocals and and the the harmonica and you know just there was a lot of intention behind like you know what that song like it, it represents like that feeling of yeah being one with nature mm-hmm. and uh very special very very special so yeah uh this is a real treat to have you here to p- perform your music thank you so so much you're most welcome um mm. And so, 
you 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 perform out uh uh like you, you play um gigs and whatnot yes yeah i mean before covid so let me start again no worries i'm really a chameleon uh in that i show up looking different and and there are a lot of bands that I'm so grateful to be a part of. Uh, the Urbanites, the Urban Empress and the Urbanites, Reggae. Um, these are all local, original music. Um, I love singing back up and dancing with my sister, Kristen. We were in one drum together. Mm-hmm. David plays in that group. Lots of amazing musicians. Hopefully we'll have some shows. Uh, I've been known to show up and do a very outrageous, upbeat salsa version of Dance Me to the End of Love with De La Buena. Um, that's hot shit. Uh, I used to play flute with them, but I'm just, the horn section is off the chart. Like I can't even, I just don't practice enough. Those dudes are badass. but, um, summer. Oh, I do, I do farmer's markets with my brother-in-law, Jeff Bray. We do a hell of a duo, um, covers, but like really tasty, soulful, thoughtful covers. We do, um, yeah, but what the summer will bring, like me and singing my songs, I'm not sure. I like to do concerts, so I guess where I was going, before COVID, I would put together very special concerts. We did one in January before the shutdown at the Jazz Gallery, mm. and I like to, like it's my vision, but I bring in, my children were singing, David did some stuff, Cree, Miles, and her family did oh, some things. Yeah. Um you know, my friend Rima Shah was doing henna. It was so cozy. Awesome. Um, I like doing special events when it's related to my music. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the future holds, but I know I want to keep playing. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm so glad. I want you to keep playing. Thanks. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't know who, like, I think that I have to call people to my music. My music... I don't know what it's... If I think if I had a band... I have other, like, non-so, like, nature-based... You know, I got some funky... I got all kinds of music, man. Of There's course. so much... Up, so, I'm a work-in-progress process always. Well, that's that's awesome. I mean, there's a lot to be excited about Thanks. all the time. Um, yeah. Do, do you want to share a bit more about the song you just played? Well, the river... I sat at the river a couple days before this this Earth Poets show on the 16th at the Coffee House at Plymouth Church. And like I said, it's an annual event which always pushes us to write original things mm-hmm. deeply inspired by our love, passion, and commitment to the Earth. So um, my friend Dina threw a couple lyrics in there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dina Aronson, another amazing musician. Oh, yeah. Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg. Yes. I mean, so many friends, but... I don't know. I think it speaks for itself, but um, what are you waiting for and how nature helps us find it? I mean, I'm nature is if I, I need to create a lifestyle where I can get paid well mm-hmm. to to combine nature, children and music. Peacemakers camp during summer. Um, we have open enrollment right now, two-week camp. Shout out. <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. It's almost all outdoors. But anyway, that's what I want to manifest. Nature, not just children. I think families, too, and music um, are the perfect triple threat Yeah. That, to wellness. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's a good thing. Those are good things to 
to web together. Um, my last question for you, Holly, is what do you feel like is going to come for you in uh, the remainder of 2022? Like, what are, whether it's a goal you're setting for yourself or just like how you see yourself continuing to, 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 to prosper and manifest um, your endeavors? Yeah, like what, what do you feel like is in store for the rest of the year? I want to clean my closet out. Oh, yeah, that's a big Because one. I've been wearing the same clothes. I got dressed up for you, by the oh, way. I hope you noticed. Honored. Um, I've been wearing the same <laughs> shit for like two and a half years because I'm a stay-at-home mom. Mm. So I think symbolically cleaning out my closet is me coming out again. Sure. Um, what's in store for me, I feel like, is looking up more and taking care of other people less and getting back into the community, um, getting back out there. I mean, I went really, really deep the last couple years into being a mom, taking care of the house. And that was the first time I've ever been a full-time mom. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wonderful, consuming, and it was time to get a life. Sure. sure. <laughs> Something bigger than all that. So, yeah, what's in store is me just uh, getting out of my own way and offering offering myself to the world a little bit more and, sure. like, knowing that that's okay. I don't know if I'm overly humble or afraid or both. Mm. I don't know what it is, but I'm getting over it. Sure. Well, well. Uh, like I think just having kind of asking yourself that question is a, is a big start, you know. <laughs> no, and I think that that's uh, that's a good thing to to challenge yourself with. And uh, but it feels like it sounds like you are you have a very optimistic and and hopeful um, mindset um, with a lot of integrity. Mm. So yeah. I think you're going to figure it out. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy that you're doing what you're doing. Thanks. Do we have any more time for a very quick song? Are fi- we out of time? We have time. Could I do one more? Please do. Okay. So I have a question for you, though. Yeah. What? You've been vocal about your own struggles a little bit. Yeah. What's like one of the most important things that help you helps you find your stride um that is a good question because i'm about to put it in my song okay okay (laughs) um i'd say for me it's like one of the biggest things i struggle with is like insecure attachment like i have really bad abandonment issues so um just like having a sense of connection and like affirmation that like you know there are people that love me and it's and that like I'm just in my head having having that sort of like assurance that there are people here to stay and that like they'll always be there and that like I have people that love me but also like I am able to love and uh, um yeah just reciprocate that connection even though obviously we are all flawed beings right mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always struggled with abandonment. That's probably my biggest fear in life. It's, it's been the root of a lot of my struggles, but, 
I think that um, in the last year we've come a long way. So thankfully, I'm in a good. I'm I'm in a much better place than you know I have been in past times. So. I see. So, so would love be a an appropriate word? Love, we yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would like to offer this song that I wrote. I was walking down a path in Mercer, Wisconsin, way up north. Oh, north. Way up north there. We have a, my family has a cabin and man, one of the hardest days of my life. I just, my mind was just real just messing with me and mom playing chicks on me oh. and I was just walking down this path and I started singing this song and it became this song where you just put it you insert the word with love by my side I'm finding my stride finding my way back home mm. so um here we go say we are finding our way we are finding our way finding our way back home with love by our side, we gon' find. Uh, wait, let me try that. With love by our side, we are finding our stride. Yeah, finding our way back home. I'ma throw out music. We are finding our way. We are finding our way. Yeah. Finding our way back home. With the music by our side, we are finding. is a really fun one fuck yeah that that has the potential to get a whole room infectious that's what i'm saying and then there's yeah. a back house we are finding a finding our way yeah. finding a finding our way yeah finding our, <laughs> finding our way finding our, yes finding our way <laughs> yeah lean into those uh those that deepness yes. you know uh but Fuck yeah! That was that that I think that's what I needed today. You know, great yeah. great notes to to start the day the day with is something super positive and uplifting like that. And it's true, we are all finding our way. Mm. Um, you know, with whatever means, uh, you know, makes us feel connected and a part of this world. Because God knows that uh, it can be very very easy to feel alone. Mm. So I'm so glad you could be here today holly to, to share space with me and to talk about what you do and why you do it and yeah to, to bring some of your own music to the table this is really fucking rad so <laughs> thank, thank you thank you for being here enjoyed myself thank you thank you i'm so glad my last my closing questions that i ask everybody 
the first one is uh, what keeps you up at night. Like a good thing? It's just open. What keeps me up at night? (laughs) The cat just yawned like, oh, boring. (laughs) Come on, Holly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What keeps me up at night? (laughs) Wow. Um, Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nice. Netflix. Um, Mm -hmm. I try not to stay up at night because... It's hard for me to sleep. Uh, Worry keeps me up at night. Sure. Clonazepam puts me to sleep. <laughs> that was actually my second question, is what puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep is stretching, essential oils, yeah. journaling, and clonazepam. Right and on. I am proud to say that I finally got over myself and went on some meds because I needed that sheet. And maybe hey. maybe some way maybe someday I won't, but I needed to go deep in my mind. I, I honestly just been taking care of people so long mm. in every vocational position, um, and so. Um, Rad, I'm on I'm, I'm on meds too. <laughs> Shout out to Venlo Vaccine. It helps me yes. get my shit done every yeah. single day. Uh, yeah, except I take it in the morning. Yeah, whatever works. Yeah, but uh, what puts me to sleep and what keeps me up at night is is that one over there. She, she'll like come up and want pets, like as I'm like you know, uh, scrolling on my phone. But but after petting her for a few minutes, she kind of yeah. mellows me out and I fall asleep. That's at least what happened last night. I know that our five-year-old also keeps David and I up a lot because we don't have enough bedrooms in our house. Mm. So we have a five-year-old that sometimes sleeps in our bed and then he'll uh. just be like, kick you like, bam, and then hit mm. you like, what? Oh, yeah. But then we move him out so. <laughs> <laughs> to his bed. Yeah. Cute. <sighs> well, thank you again so much for being yeah, on the show. Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Blessings and love. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, everybody. Um, I'll be tagging Holly. Check her shot, her shit out. I'll be tagging uh, a link to her YouTube uh, album so you can listen to "In Love We Trust," and uh, we'll see what she does next. So, uh, thanks again. We'll see you next time. Yeah.